Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of the Inconclusive Podcast. We decided to do something a little different to honor the graduating seniors. Working at an international school means we see a lot of students come and go. So in honor of the class of 2020, we interviewed a few seniors. Okay, let's begin. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to your favorite Inconclusive Podcast. Today, we're continuing our series on interviewing the seniors who just graduated. I'm James, and I'm here with Hongi and Annette. Yay! (laughs) We're doing this over Zoom because they're not allowed to come onto campus, so it's kind of a... We're testing out. Hopefully, the audio is going to work. So, welcome to the podcast. First of all, let me just ask you guys how it's been since you've graduated. How do you guys feel about graduating... Has anything changed? Graduation as in the last day of school or the like, graduation day? Well, since you, you <laughs> guys... Felt like graduation, honestly. You guys had the last day of school last... Wait, Tuesday. Tu- Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. So what's yeah. it been like since then? It just feels like it's still online school. It doesn't feel like we've graduated or that school has ended necessarily because it was so sudden and there mm. wasn't like a official closure. In the way. Yo. Yeah. What did you guys yeah. think of? So last last time on uh, my interview with Kristen, she talked about the kind of that fake graduation you guys had in the gym. What did you guys think of that? Um, I'm really happy we had that. Like at, at least yeah. that because I know good photo like, there. Yeah, like MAT and MA, MAT didn't have anything like that, and it was just nice that we had at least time to take pictures with our classmates and then classmates. Hongi, what did you think? It was too sudden. But then I'm so glad that we had that. Because now that we think back, that was the last time that I'm at my classes. Yeah. Was it tough to say goodbye so quickly for you guys? How was that? Yeah. How was that? Yeah. yeah. To like to underclassmen, it was kind of hard. Because oh, yeah. back then, I had to leave that our class will meet. Because <laughs> that was like before level three. Yeah. yeah. So I thought our I, class will meet. Gotcha. Yeah. So for our listeners who don't know, level three in Taiwan is like, you can't have more than five people gathered indoors and 10 people outdoors. So basically that shut down everything that we were, we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Annette, you've, you've spent like your entire, almost your entire life at MAK, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm curious what kind of things changed at MAK during your, I guess, 13 years, oh. right? Cause you were here in kindergarten. <laughs> So yeah. obviously a lot of things happened at MAK. Um, what are some like significant moments that you remember of like, wow, MAK is becoming different? Oh, I think, well, first of all, there's one really weird regulation I remember. There was a period of time where we couldn't chew bubblegum. I don't know why I remember it. Like there was a ban on it. What? And then, <laughs> Interesting. And then the, I think the most um, remarkable time was when MAK first started high school. Because that was when everyone stayed. And then that's how I got to know more like, upperclassmen from high school. Yeah. And then another one was when Mr. Choi, the principal before Mr. Torgerson left, because he was the principal at MEK for like the longest time. And then I think when we got to middle school, the dress code became even more firm. Like people started mm. like 
actually calling out students for dress code and then teachers would actually take a ruler and measure like oh, someone's dear. shorts and it was too short yeah those are like huge things that happened back then so what grade were you when the high school was added i think i was fourth fourth oh, grade okay. or fifth grade yeah. okay wow that's a long time ago. like upper elementary. yeah yeah okay and then in contrast, Hongi, you've only been here for like three years, right? Yeah. So can you tell us a little sophomore. bit? I've been sophomore. What do you, th- how has, been, how has MAK been for you, even though you've only been here three years? Can you tell us about a little bit about your experience? It felt quite longer than three years, I think. I feel like sharks were forever. And I think... Somehow, like, since the first week of school, I got to, like, get along with people compared to other school very well. MK is, like, wrap-up of my teenager. Anyway, yeah. Because, yeah. But it also feels short, three years. Yeah. Both short and long. So where were you before you came to MK? I lived in China for 12 years and uh, in Cambodia for, like, right before I came to Taiwan, one year. Yeah. So what was the transition like moving from China, then to Cambodia and then to Taiwan? Uh, I left China when I was eighth grade from from government force. <laughs> I got expelled from government. Yeah. And then, and then we went to Cambodia for like, a, you know, the Sabbath year for missionaries every seven years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, you call Cambodia it you call for, it you guys call it the Sabbath year. I'm, I mean, we're calling Korean, so I don't know English. Oh, I, I see. Just I just translated it, like, directly. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, leaving China was kind of hard. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have, I don't have middle school graduation because I left China at eighth grade. And I don't have high school graduation because oh, no. of COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, Shit. it's pretty unfortunate. Was there anything when you first came to Taiwan that you thought was really strange about Taiwan? Oh, it rained 14 days, 15 days in a row after, right after I came to Taiwan. Like, it didn't stop. So I was like, oh, maybe this was country it a, rains during Was it a typhoon days. or something? Or just, it was just know, raining? Oh, it was raining like gotcha. Just from knowing you guys, one thing that the two of you have in common is you're both kind of involved with, like, student leadership here at MAK. Um, what was, can you tell us, us and our listeners... Kind of like what your job was and what's something that you learned from doing student leadership at MAK? Um, I first joined student leadership, the like Stuco in ninth grade. And then 10th grade, I stopped one year and I did house captain. And then 11th grade, I went back into student council and it went, became vice president. And this year as senior, I was president. But then I think my year in student leadership that impacted me the most was ninth grade because that was when I learned how much responsi- responsibility that I had to carry as someone who wants to be a leader. And then like I had so many people to look up to. And then it was like when I started to realize like, oh, I actually have to become more serious in what I actually want to do in high school because it does affect me. And then after that one year, I had like a lot of regrets. So I took that and I tried to improve it as I went on in my high school career. For me, I joined a year after I arrived here. So I started junior year as a treasurer and then senior year as a member. 
I started because the chapter told me to do it. <laughs> that was like my initial initial reason. Nice. And from being involved in like like my personal goal was to like put myself out of the comfort zone because like as you know I'm super introverted. What? Can you tell? I didn't like, know that. I'm not introvert when I'm with guitar. That's it. Like oh. I can't. Right, right now I'm super nervous as well. I hate like public speaking. Oh. But then from like Stuco, like me and Annette hosted banquet and prom for junior year. That was like goal achieved. So what was that and like? I liked the, hmm? What was what was that like for you two to host together? Like, who was the like Hongi? You said you're 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 pretty introverted. I guess Annette. Well, I don't know Annette. Are you kind of like? You're pretty Depends introverted. I also Depends. don't like being like improvising. I think hosting is really improvising. Yeah, and have to be flexible. But then we also had Eden, so I was a lot oh. more comfortable in hosting. So is the That's three of I, you? Yeah, we were oh, okay. all the three of us were in entertainment. But then it ended yeah. up being mainly me and Hongi hosting for some reason. So how did that go? Like <laughs> yeah. two two people who aren't very comfortable with improvising or public speaking how did that go for you guys because i wasn't there i don't actually know how it went i don't think i was there oh that bagel was great honestly yeah bagel was so good actually yeah because the vibe was there it wasn't like awkward because people were participating yeah so it was a lot easier for us to interact with the audience in a way yeah gotcha it was so fun it was actually so good Nice. But then prom, I felt like it was a bit harder to host because there weren't as many people. And then the theme itself was more formal. So in mm. a way, everyone dressed up more elegantly and then they, and the games were also more chill. So it's harder to hype things up. Yeah. yeah. So both of you are also on the worship team. Shout out MNK worship team. Um, President and vice president. Yay. Yeah, unofficial <laughs> president and vice president. <laughs> um, so do you guys think you're going to continue doing worship team related things in the future? Is that something you guys are interested in continuing? Yeah, I think I'll do it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like wherever I go. Sure. Mm-hmm. So definitely do and try to find ways to do it in college. Yeah. So I guess as... For the listeners that don't know, at MAK, I'm kind of the teacher that oversees the worship team. And these two these two seniors have been a big part of what we've been doing the past really like three years, two or three years. Hongi is an excellent guitarist and Annette is an excellent piano player. Um, both of you are actually part of the worship team at the VITA conference. Um, Synthesizer. <laughs> So yeah, that was pretty. Hongi played the Hongi was on the synthesizer, and that's not really like his. What in that? How was that for you, Hongi, playing the synthesizer at at a at a, at a youth conference? Uh, is Mr. Brown listening to this podcast? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if he is, hi, Mr. Brown. Please, please Mr. like Mr. and subscribe. Brown. Yes, please like and subscribe. Um, I was um initially. <laughs> planning to play bass guitar there but Mr. Brown came and then I thought it's really embarrassing for me to play in front of him so I just 
told him to play for the whole time, and then I went to synthesizer. <laughs> synthesizer was so fun, but then it was also so hard because I'm not like comfortable with piano back no. then. Compared to guitar, compared to back was dying. Oh yeah, because you had to stand yeah. there the whole yeah. time. And then like you know how like when you stand up and you have to press the pedal, like yeah. it feels like one side of your body is like twisted. Oh, I see. Because your weight, you're like. like Eight hours body, a day or something. Your body weight's not balanced. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So I like switched like for pressing the pedal. Gotcha. That's good strategy. Do you use your right foot to step on the pedal or your left foot? I started with right foot. I switched to left foot. Yeah. Sometimes I yeah. switch too if I'm getting tired. One thing that both of you did at MAK was you both played volleyball. And you guys have had maybe different experiences on volleyball teams here at MAK. I know Annette, you guys won... Did you guys win like two years ago? Mm, yes, two years ago. Okay. Sophomore year. Yeah. And not to be not to be mean, but the guys' <laughs> volleyball team has oh. probably not had the same level of success. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry to bring up sad memories. <laughs> so I think like the two of you are actually kind of unique in that you're in music, like you're in worship team you're in sports and you're also in student leadership. And that's a lot, like, that's a lot of stress. How is it like going through school or um, yeah. What was it like going through school, having to deal with sports and music and student leadership? How did you guys balance your work? I think um, senior year was probably one that is harder, like the hardest year for me, like applications plus all those um, activities and academics and then also having to deal with like rafting and then, like having to say goodbye and it's like both physical like, like you're, you're both physically tired and mentally tired the whole like the whole year yeah. but then there was like senior year is also a year where so many things happen and like as a class where you guys like you guys go to senior transition retreat, and it just feels like a lot of the things we do as a class makes things better so in a way, senior year was difficult, but then it was also like one of the most memorable years. And then the other years are just like, they're also really memorable, but then they weren't as stressful. I think looking back, I can say, but during the year, it would be really stressful. Yeah. I think for me, like, it's like, you have to really find a way to balance the time you're spending on, mm-hmm. on schoolwork, application, and stuco, and music, and sports. Honestly, music and sports, you don't really spend a lot of time outside of school that necessarily because sports, like, you don't practice at home. Like, it was hard for me to, like, balance the time for application and homework and, like, sequel stuff. But I do think that you can't really prioritize one thing because all of those you have to be dedicated on, like, sequel stuff as well and homework as well. And I think, I'm not sure about it, I think I know it's also... But, like, I can work better when I'm kind of tight and busy. Like, if I'm yeah. too chill, I don't think I will do the same amount of work I do when I'm busy. And yeah, like, you kind of need a deadline to be... Yeah, I, I kind of like pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think being busy and, like, involved in a lot of stuff kind of helped me to actually push my limits. And yeah. Yeah, throughout the high school. It was a good experience. I, I view worship and volleyball more as a stress relief rather than mm. an, like, an yeah, activity yeah. that I have to be there. So it helps even more that mm. I have ways to let loose for a while, like every week. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So on top of all that, MAK seniors do a capstone project, right? Or some of them do, right? Not all of them. <laughs> some of them. Some of them. Hongi, you did did you do a capstone, Hongi? That's probably smart. I supported my friend. Yeah. So Annette, <laughs> I know you did a capstone, right? Yeah. Um I did can you capstone. can you tell us a little bit about it and what that process was for you? Okay. So my capstone was um I tried to combine things that I was interested in to make a project out of it. So it was a combination of photography, graphic design, and traveling and food. So I basically traveled around central and southern part of Taiwan, the cities that people usually don't visit to. And then I combined their geographic and cultural history with the types of food that they have. And I made it into a semi-travel history book. And then I just spent um, semester one traveling around these different cities with Allison. And then nice. we were, I would just take pictures and then actually Allison was there because if I couldn't finish the food, I knew Allison would finish it. <laughs> and then we would just take, <laughs> take pictures. And then when I came back, I would just do um, research about that city's history. And then semester two, I basically spent the whole entire time putting together the book, adding captions, adding the actual historical like paragraphs in each section, and then designing the covers at like in the back and the spine. Yeah. Gotcha. It was, yeah. It so was it's fun. like a, it's like a small booklet, right? Or a book? Yeah. It's a small booklet. And then okay. at the back, I also added a um, brochure that had all of the restaurants that I went to. Gotcha. Yeah. Is that, is that book available for our listeners to, because we can put a link. If if you have a link oh. to order, we can put that link oh, in the description. Oh. I mean, the pre-order has ended already okay. because it's harder to get the books out to um, people now. But there's okay. a lot I can still make. I can still do it. All right. Well, <laughs> listeners, maybe we'll we'll figure out a way to get you guys this book if you're interested. Um. So, Hongi, you decided not to do a capstone. Which I yeah. feel like if I was a student, I would not have done a capstone because <laughs> that's just a lot of time. Yeah. Um, why Why did you decide not to do one? Because I think I'm not really good at independent study. And like, because capstone is like, although there's Mr. West as a supervisor, I think most of the students have to like do stuff by their own mm. and like manage their own time outside of school and in school to like, work, organize, and do all the stuff. But I can't do that. Like, gotcha. I don't think I could, like, perform well yeah. in my independence. I see. Okay. So maybe you're tired of hearing this question, but what are you guys going to do next year? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Common question. Yeah. Maybe, like, where are you going to – where Where do you want to go? Um, what do you want to study and then if you have, you know, like, I don't know if COVID is making things more difficult. I will not go to military next year. People think I'm going to military next year, but I'm not. I'm going to University of, I don't know, not University of, Calvin University. It's in Michigan, Grand Rapids. And what are you going to study? I am not quite decided, but either okay. double majoring statistics and mathematics or either majoring one of them in minor one. Okay. Why are you interested in studying those? Because I like 
math and I'm good at math. <laughs> like, cause I don't think I can major in any other, like those Englishy stuff. Yeah. Like I had to decide within the math area, but I feel like statistics is like well used um, mm. major. And, like wh- wherever you go, like whichever company you go to, like you need statistics people. Like, like, are you interested in going into like the business side of math? I'm not quite sure. I think I will like discover that while um, okay. in university. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, no, what about you? Um, I'm going to University of Toronto and I am a major in CCIT, which is like a broader, an even broader branch of communications and hopefully minoring in criminal psychology. Yeah. And what, what does, did you say CCIT? Yeah, CCIT. What does that stand for? CCIT stands for Culture, Communication, Information, and Technology. So it's like a super broad. Interesting. um, major so why are you why are you interested in doing that i feel like i'm a person that can't memorize things so that's already a no for math and science (laughs) so i'm left (laughs) with humanities or like public relation and i rather spend my time interacting with people and getting to like pr doing pr related things like mrs tan at mak so i feel like public relations or communications would be the best suited major for me to go into and that major offers it yeah so what is a in terms of like what that looks like after you're done with college is that mm-hmm. just like a um public relations kind of person or is there are there other career paths that you could go from with that kind of major um or like i guess what I'm do you want to like, like what do you want to do with that is i guess what i'm asking i want to do a pr related okay. um, work like my goal is to go into a company and become like their PR or like their head of the head of the PR. So it's like managing like events or even just doing event, like being an event planner. I think that's what I want to start off with when I finish college. Yeah. Cause that's just what I like doing. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So as we're maybe as you guys are leaving MAK, what is one piece of advice that you would want to give to MAK students? Mm. Uh, I think one advice that I give is to not overwork yourself and be more mindful of your personal like well-being because I feel like at Morrison there's so much pressure from you have academic pressure from sometimes um, your parents your teachers your friends or like peer pressure and some the most I feel like MK students they have such high expectations for themselves and then sometimes they just try to go after that excitation, but then they neglect how they do personally. Mm-hmm. And then I see that so often. And that's also something that I had to learn throughout high school. So I just hope that like my advice is to give yourself mercy sometimes and be mm-hmm. like treat yourself well, but still go after hard things. Self-care. Yeah. Self-care. <laughs> Similar to Annette, I think like MAK, as she said, that there's a lot of pressure on academics, from peers and from parents. But I think it's good to use that pressure well. Like, don't dive into the pressure itself, but then, like, you can use the pressure to, like, actually pull out your grade or care about your grade more. But, like, you shouldn't be stressed about it too much. Because I, th- I think MAK also has a lot of opportunities to grow as a community and, like, a leader. 
because it's such a small school that we all know each other. Like joining sports clubs or leading one or also joining worship team, you can actually grow in relationships and community. Like you have to manage those two well, academics and relationships. All right. Well, as is tradition, we usually pray for at the end for the seniors that we interviewed. So I'm going to pray for you guys, if that's okay. Um, Dear God, thank you for Hongi. Thank you for Annette. And thank you that even though they're at MAK for very different amounts of time, but that you've used them for positive impacts on um, our community here, on the teachers, on their friends, on underclassmen. And Father, we just um, thank you for the gifts and talents that you've given them and their different skills in different areas. And we just pray that as they continue on with their life's journey, that you would guide them and you would be with them, um, no matter if it's in uh, Michigan or in Toronto. Father, that you would make your presence known to them and that they would grow closer to you every day. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, you two, thanks for being on and being interviewed. I hope that wasn't too awkward. Thank you. Thank you. And once again, you've reached inconclusive end of the inconclusive podcast. Sharing is caring. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the inconclusive podcast. Talk to you next time.